Thanks for joining us for a classic edition of In the Studio with Michael Card. Several years ago, this weekly program was recorded at Michael's home studio in Franklin, Tennessee. We got to meet many of Michael's friends and hear about the work of God in the Nashville community and around the world. Though some of the details about guests and ministries may have changed, the powerful lessons from the Bible and the reality of God's faithfulness told in these conversations stand the test of time. This session is made possible by our friends with the Christian Standard Bible. Learn more about the CSB translation online when you visit csbible.com. Listen now to this program from the archives. This is In the Studio with Michael Card. I'm Wayne Shepherd, and this weekly program comes to you from Michael's home in Franklin, Tennessee, where so many friends come by the studio. Mm-hmm. Michael, that's what makes this program so special. Yeah, the, the actual recording is just a part of it. Most of it is uh, spending time together and Yeah, I wish we could capture the whole thing somehow yeah. for listeners, but we have at least this hour to spend together. We try to do it. We try to capture it when we're on the air. And it's going to yeah. be quite an hour indeed. When we first started doing this program years ago, one of the very first people we called on was Denny Denson, mm-hmm. Pastor Denny Denson, and he's back with us, I'm glad to say, today. Yeah. So we'll continue our conversation about slavery in the Bible, and Denny will have some great insights there for us. You know, in the years that I've known you, um, increasingly, I, I'm beginning to understand just how important your relationship with Bill Lane was. I mean, you've told me that for years, and yeah. I, I spoke with Bill before his death with you here in the studio, mm-hmm. but it just seems to play itself out in almost every conversation we have, Michael. Yeah, he, um, and, and, and unless you, you, you met him and walked with him, uh, I think people who don't really know me that well maybe tend to get a little bit tired of it because something <laughs> always goes back to some quote from Bill Lane. And I used to be maybe a little um, embarrassed about that, but the older mm-hmm. I get, the the less embarrassed I am. This great man was uh, was willing to pour his life into me and and so many of us here. And, uh, and we miss him. To this yeah. day, we miss him. He went home to be with the Lord. I mention that because one of the things that has come out of that relationship is the book called The Walk. Mm-hmm. And it's now been re-released, I'm yeah. glad to say, through Discovery House Publishers and yeah. RBC Ministries. It's available here on the website, mm-hmm. michaelcard.com. I just wanted to mention that as a resource for our listeners. Yeah, and they were, I think, very creative uh, to add in the back of the book a CD that actually has a recording of a conversation That's you great. and I had with Bill before he died. Yeah. And uh, It's really something to hear Bill's voice again, isn't it? It is. <laughs> I mean, he's he, you can tell he's tired and yep. it, he wasn't up, you know, he wasn't 100%, but it's still him. Yeah. And, uh, and I hope that'll be helpful to people. It's called The Walk and it's available at michaelcard.com. Andrew Peterson's going to stop by today. Yeah. Andrew's Great a, new songwriter. Yes. Young guy. And uh, we'll have a good time with Andrew here in the studio. But Denny, in a moment now, let's ask you to sing. We're going to sing two or three songs here in the first half of the program today, starting with this one. This is uh, about Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that kind of king. Explain this song and how it leads into our discussion time here today. Well, it really does connect to our discussion because um, this song is about the the two understandings of who the Messiah would be, the sort of typical uh, Jewish understanding of uh, Peter's time, that he was going to be this king who was going to come kill the Romans. <laughs> and and the song comes back and says, no, Jesus isn't that kind of king. He's mm-hmm. the king who came and died for the Romans. And uh Uh, And I think that'll plug into our discussion, too. All right. We'll get to the scriptures in a moment. Here's Michael to sing, Not That Kind of King. salvation brings Oh, but Jesus, you're not that kind of king You come in power to take your throne You show your glory in Jerusalem It's what the crowds are clamoring Oh, but Jesus that kind of king. He has come to suffer and he has come to die. Crucified in weakness and you may wonder why. Though he could call the angels, 
say a thing Because you see he's not that kind of king He has come to suffer and he has come to die Crucified in weakness and you may wonder why Though he could call the angels he will not say a thing Because you see he's not that kind of king That song really does force you to think a little more differently than we sometimes are accustomed to thinking. So, Michael, thank you yeah, for that. Thank you. And Denny Denson, welcome back into the studio. Thank you, Wayne. It's good to be back again. Speaking of being forced to think differently, <laughs> yes. welcome, Denny. <laughs> thank you, Mike. Good to be here. We have been having this ongoing conversation the last couple of weeks, and this is our third one on the topic of slavery. Mike, this is something you're really into. You're, you're researching now yeah. for an upcoming book. And trying to trying to get my mind around it and, and look into some of the brothers to help me understand from their own experience uh, and, you know, from their own heritage, um, you know what what's what was slavery all about and and if if we're going to understand it in the new testament we've we've got to get a handle on the experience of the African American church. So. Well, let's turn to Encyclopedia Denny here today and uh, talk wow. about this, huh? Well, you, you know, this is a, a very uh, broad subject. Yeah. Take take time, take a lot of time to really discuss and and hash out and and, and come to some kind of understanding. Yeah, because when you when you talk about issues like this concerning the you know and the churches involved, you know it really uh, brings about uh, a, a lot of discourse. It brings about a lot of uh, uh, times people are saying, that, "Well, you know, why don't they let it die?" Yeah, you know, and this kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, you, you're right, Denny. It was very complicated. Uh, you had two sides, and those sides were all splintered and. And even now, as as I'm trying to to understand this, and I'm I'm reading a lot, consistently what the scholars are saying, to at least as far as I can understand it, is that there really isn't any connection between first century slavery, the kind of slavery that shaped so much of the New Testament, and the American experience of slavery, the African American experience of slavery. But I want to say that there is there's an at least an emotional bridge, and that I think um, we have to understand uh, the experience of slave in our, slaves in our own culture to understand it in the New Testament. Well, you know, I, I does that um, make sense? Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. But I think it's more than a, an emotional bridge. Uh-huh. I think it's a direct bridge because mm-hmm. of the fact, uh, if I might, if I can, I, I'll go back to when I visit Benin, West mm-hmm. Africa. You know, which was a, a cradle of slave trade, and how long ago was that? Uh, this was about about four years ago, four yeah. to five years ago, and and we went there and Roly went, a whole bunch yeah, of the, a lot of brothers here from yeah. Nipdans Fellowship. We had the opportunity to go and and just uh, uh, follow the history, of the, the trail of slave trade, uh, and uh, but I, I out of all of the things that I saw, the 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 huts where they used to keep slaves and uh, the uh, bits that they used to put in their mouths mm. and the sitting positions that they used to keep them. Uh, me being a believer, uh, I think the thing that uh, really tugged at my heart the most was that uh, when we went to, we was in a place called Weta, and here was this church there. And right next to the church was a holding pen where they held slaves with barbed wire fences and this. But yet the, 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 the slave traders were, were claiming to be Christians. Uh-huh. That was a very tough thing for me to, you know, knowing who God is, knowing that, that I'm free in him, but emotionally yeah. that really struck a, a, a nerve with me. Yeah. Well, and you were saying to us that, and that that had uh, repercussions uh, early uh, in the slave experience in America in what the black preachers were willing to preach. You were talking about the Paul and 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 and, and Onesimus. Yeah. Uh, when 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 uh, when Paul wrote and and uh, and sent Onesimus back and and understanding that the African American slave uh, during this time he, he couldn't read, so it was by word of mouth that he heard things, mm-hmm. and, and so. 
And they couldn't understand, you know, why would this be in the Bible? Why would yeah. they even preach anything why like this? Why would Paul send him back? Yeah, because mm-hmm. they were seeking freedom. Yeah. But but yet, the, the, the so the uh, African-American, uh, early African-American preacher, he preached the Old Testament and the Gospels. That's all. Mm-hmm. Would not deal with the Pauline epistles mm-hmm. because of that factor. Wow. You know, and and uh, and 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 then on on top of that, this is why I say it's more than just a a uh, it's a, a direct connection yeah. because he, here you've got uh, a group of people that are enslaved, and we know that as long as there have been uh, mankind, there have been some type of slavery, mm-hmm. but slaves have always been set free after a certain length of time. Yeah, and that let me just say that that is one of the big differences that uh, the scholars point out between first century New Testament slavery and American, American slavery was that in the old day, er, oh, in the old days, the first century, yes, it was always going somewhere. somewhere yes. Yeah. But uh, it was more. But that's not totally too in, in African American slavery. Right here in Williamson County, uh, Dick Pointer, who was one of the famous craftsmen uh, in our history, right. who was a black man, actually bought himself out of slavery by making mm. these beautiful chairs. But he was that's the that, that's the minority, the, huh? Minority, because yeah. you know, because what what happens is that that you've got these uh, you've got these people that are enslaved, and 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 yet. Uh, uh, the person that's their master, the person that's mistreating him and degrading, dehumanizing has him. Has total control. Total over control. Them. Yeah. Uh, is going to church on Sunday, yeah. uh, praising God. Yeah. And, and if you go, if you visit a lot of southern cities, uh, 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 in the southern cities, uh, there, there, there was a balcony in the church. Yeah. And what would happen is that the, the whites would sit downstairs yeah. and the African-Americans would sit, uh, 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 the slaves would sit upstairs. Yeah. And and here I am sitting in the church, and my and possibly my my master might even be the pastor, yeah. or he might mm. be the head deacon in the mm-hmm. church, and mm-hmm. they're praising God. But yet, his 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 his, uh, his anger and 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 the way he treated uh, me would you know I, that was hard to understand. That was hard to digest. Yeah, and we say, well, that was a long time ago. That you know we should be done with that. But I, I've heard you say that even when you were a young man, one of your Barriers in going back to church was you said, "Hey, that's just the white man's." Well, 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 yeah. well, well you you don't. Uh, yes, that, I, I did not. I, I, it was hard for me to embrace it. I mean, your your mother's a believer; she's praying yes. for you, and yes. as a young man, you're saying, "Hey, I, I could." You know, it's very hard for me to. You know, if God is. You know, but this is without understanding, understanding right. who God is. But I'm saying that that but attitude the lasts surface. a long time. Oh, the attitude yeah. is still now. Yeah. Because uh, uh, you know a lot of people don't want to uh, uh, admit <laughs> it. Yeah. But Islam is on the rise in our inner cities, yeah. uh, our biggest cities in, in the ghetto. Because what's happening is that they're bringing something uh, new. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're they're bringing an, a, a total involvement. Yeah. You know, and, and, and not just and, and and I'm not talking about the it, uh, the black Muslim. We're talking Islam mm-hmm. because Islam, uh, the well, we know the, the, the religion, but Islam, it's all inclusive, you know, yeah. and and that's what they're doing. And, and so 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 it's more than just a, an emotional connection. Yeah, it's it's reality. Yeah. So help help us to know what do we do? I mean, because I yeah, I think there are a lot of listeners <clears throat> out there. I think most of our listeners are honestly saying, "Please let these men tell me what to do." I think there's some people that are still struggling and probably have some questions. And I know certainly I know there are people who are saying, "Why are they still talking about?" Yeah, this? I was just going to say that, and you alluded yeah. to that earlier, yeah. Denny. Yeah. Uh, we may not have uh, African Americans sitting in the balcony at right. church anymore, but but the attitude, the underlying attitudes, are all still there. Aren't well, they? well, 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 you know. Uh, my the thing that has to happen is that uh, the very identical thing this that happened to me I would say is that uh, I I I did accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior but I still had that baggage I still had that uh, the the majority culture mm-hmm. hanging over my head you know with a kind of resentment mm-hmm. and and, and uh, uh, internally I knew or spiritually I knew that I had to. I had to rid myself of that, uh, and I just started praying and asking God to just, you know, help me. And uh, uh, thanks be to God, uh, through the Empty Hands Fellowship, uh, guys like yourself, Michael, and, and uh, Scott Rowley, and other Bill Lane, and other mm-hmm. brothers of the Empty Hands Fellowship, where true embracing came about, and mm-hmm. and and uh, I, I became not 
I, I could be myself yeah. and, and I could be transparent. And, and so this is how that come, come about because when, when and I think it's St. John 13 chapter around verse 35 when, when Jesus said, uh, by this all men will know you, my disciples, yeah. by the love that you have one to another. Yeah. You know, when, when I look at this on Sunday morning, you know, what's happening? You know, when I, when I, when I look at uh, how, and, 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 and understand, not, not from the world perspective, I'm talking in the Christian community. Right. You know, in the Christian community, in the so-called family of God, Look what we've got going, you know. Yeah. We, we have not made much progress. Yeah. Uh, probably one of the most shocking things that uh, I heard uh, recently, in, in recent years, was that uh, on the Universal Day of Prayer, I was invited to a church that have uh, 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 people there from about 15 different nations. Mm -hmm. And so what happened is that everybody prayed in their own native tongue, and uh, I brought a, a brief message about it. And I'm sitting there with a brother from India mm. prior to the services getting started. And uh, I asked, you know, I asked him how long had he been in the United States. He said about three years. And, you know, just casual conversation. He said, but eventually he said, you know, but I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm really trying to get over something, you know. Well, what are you trying? He said, well, he said, uh, I'm from India, and you know the caste system in India, and he said, "But once you be, once you become a part of the body of Christ, that no longer function in the church right. in India." Mm -hmm. You know, he said, and and you know the missionaries stressed this. He said, "But I came to America, and I found out that the missionaries don't live the kind of religion that they preach." Mm. Wow! You know, he said because when I came and found this thing is as separate and. And, divide, and divided, you know, he mm. said, it was really tough for me to it's handle. It's an indictment, isn't it? Yes. Mm. Uh, Denny, I'd like to change gears for just a few moments yes. in the time we have left here. Um, we've had you here many times, and yes. we've prayed together many yes. times. I continually hear you address Jesus as master yes. in your prayer. And, Michael, I know you've noted this as well. Well, when, when I first started attending Denny's church, and, and uh, inevitably, you know, we, we would always go to prayer, uh, I had never heard Jesus called Master. Yeah. Well, if you if you would go to a traditional uh, African American church, where they still have some of the old brothers who are still singing the Doctor Watts hymns and that kind of thing, <laughs> you will find that uh, they always address Jesus as Master, and that comes from slavery, where when they prayed or when they talked. What it was, it was a, it was saying to the slave master, "You're not really my master. God mm -hmm. is, you know." And, and so that that's where you know that's where it came from. And 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 uh, it, it's uh and you know I, I I'm one that a lot of times you know you talk about traditional prayer and that kind of thing, uh -huh. but but I like saying that I you know because it keeps me connected, you know, to who I am and 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 uh, and so I I always. I've never failed to do that. Um, and we talked about this briefly before, but you were telling us that in, in African-American slavery here in the U.S., that they would address Jesus as master in front of their their human master. Yes. It's kind of a subtle way of, of saying, you know, you may own me. Yeah, but you're not him. But you're not really my master. You're not him. Yeah. You're not the one. And, and that is almost a little parable to... I, what, what I'm beginning to, to understand, the, the whole New Testament is teaching us about slavery, mm -hmm. and that is the choice in the New Testament isn't slavery or freedom. The choice is, hey, you're a slave. We're all slaves. We're, yes. Who are you going to be a slave to? to right. Is it going to be to the world, or is it going to be to Jesus Christ? You, you, you know, I, I think, I think uh, as, as, as we get a better understanding uh, uh, of, of what being a slave is to, you know, for, for Jesus— uh -huh. Then, then that means that you know that helps me to understand that 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 slavery has no bearings on me whatsoever. Yeah. You know, I, I'm free in Christ. You know, because one of these things that uh, uh, that happens is that uh, you know I've heard uh, uh, the older brothers pray. You know, you might do this to me, you might do that to yeah. me, but I'm free in Him. Yeah. You know, you know I'm you know and that and I and I think that. That that's one of the things uh, uh, that really helped the African American through this, mm -hmm. knowing 
that uh, he was free in Christ. Yeah. You know? and, and, and in the old world, in the ancient world, that we, I said before that slavery is always going somewhere. Uh, I think about uh, John, from what you said, Denny, John 15, 15, where Jesus says, I, I, don't, I don't call you slaves anymore. Right. I call you friends. I call you friends. Yeah. Because that's where we're going with this thing. This is what this is what he expected, you know. Because, like I said, if you if you if you look at the scriptures, you know, there were always slaves. Mm-hmm. But but when Jesus is talking to the disciples in fifteen, you know, uh, because the, the Jews at that time associated with nobody, the Samaritans mm-hmm. and all, you know, no Gentiles, no go. Mm-hmm. But 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 Jesus is saying to them, you know, this this thing that's coming. Everybody's going to be invited. Yeah. And when the world look at now, they know that you have not been talking to the Samaritans. They know that you have not mm-hmm. dealt with the Gentiles. They know this. But what's going to happen is that they're going to know that you have visited with me. Wow. They're going to know that you belong to me hmm. when they see you embracing a, a Gentile, when wow. they see you embracing a Samaritan. But but see, one of the things that, that happens now, well, even like Peter was very stubborn about oh, making the adjustment for years <laughs> yeah, and yeah, years yeah. and years 15 yeah. years yeah yeah yeah, yeah. What, what, we'll see what what's happening now we in the church are still stubborn Absolutely. about making the adjustment so that's so, why we need to talk about this right. you said you're uncomfortable sometimes that we have to bring this up and yeah. talk about this but we have to well, well see and the reason we're so so uh slow and stubborn about making the adjustments is that we worry about what our friends are going to say mm-hmm. you know uh, well, you know, for yourself, Mike, when we started the Empty Hands Fellowship, there was some African-American pastors and, oh, yeah. and, and some black folk in the black community, you know, was saying, hey, you know, look, look, look what you've done. Yeah. But see, I knew what God had called me to. Mm-hmm. So it, it didn't make any difference. No turning back. No turning back. None. <laughs> yeah, none yeah, at all. Yeah. Yes. In the time we have left, uh, we need to pray. We yes. really do. We need to have a better understanding. Um, we need to listen more to each other. Mm-hmm. So, Danny, I wonder if you wouldn't lead us in prayer to that end here today. Yes, sir. Let us pray. Mm. Eternal God, our Father, Master, we come before you again in the name of Jesus. We thank you for who you are and what you are in our lives. We thank you, O God, uh, because without you, there's no understanding. There's no grasping of the central truths. My Master, I pray, O God, in the name of Jesus, that uh, you would just continue to move on our hearts. Master, I pray that you will continue to give us an ear to hear you as you speak to your church. Master, I pray, O God, that you will just stir us up, uh, that the world might know, my Father, that we are your disciples by the love that we have one to another. Mm. Master, I thank you that uh, you didn't die for black or white, red, but, Master, you died for the world, and we're just so grateful for that. Mm. But, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that your spirit will continue to move and stir hearts. And, Master, if there, if there are any that are listening to us today, Father, help them to know that we don't have the answers. You are the answer. So, Father, I pray that you'll just move on the altars of their heart. And, Lord, we just thank you today. We praise you and magnify your name because truly you're worthy to be praised. For it is in the name of Jesus that we do ask. Amen. 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 Thanks again for being with us, Denny. Mike, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm grateful to God to be here. And, mm-hmm. and uh, Wayne, I, I do thank you all for this opportunity. Mm-hmm. But I just do hope that, you know, we don't come across as an angry black man, but mm-hmm. as one that really loved God, mm-hmm. wanting the kingdom to be built. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's my desire. Like we see your heart, Denny. Yes. Yeah, we do. Yes. Thanks, brother. Mm-hmm. Well, if we do have thinking that's wrong about any of these issues, the word can set us straight. Yeah. Yes. And uh, that's what we want to ask you to sing about, Michael. Yeah, this is a song that, that just speaks about the fact that the word, it, it renews me. It makes it gives me a new mind. It, it gives me new eyes to see uh, my brothers and to see the world the way I should. And so I hope this song is helpful. Michael's going to be accompanied by Shanoa Alamo on violin. The word. Thank you. 
come to the halfway point of this session. We're always glad to read your reactions to this program. You can send your comments along with song requests or questions to us when you write to in the studio at michaelcard.com. Again, in the studio at michaelcard.com. And could you help get the word out about this program by posting a review? Your opinion is a great way to get the word out about this gathering of like minds by sharing the link for this podcast. These conversations are just a start and we want to invite you to go deeper. Check out more of Michael's insights through his books, music, and Bible conferences. Explore all that is waiting for you at michaelcard.com. And if you need more details about our guests and resources we've talked about today, you'll find it at michaelcard.com. In the second half, we'll welcome back singer and songwriter Andrew Peterson. Andrew and his friend Andy Gullihorn have guitars in hand, so get ready to hear some great music after this message in the studio with Michael Card. The Christian Standard Bible, scholarly, accurate, readable, current. Come see the types of Bibles available that could help you start off 2021 in a fresh way. Here's Michael. The Lifeway folks who are responsible for this new translation, they've come out with all sorts of helpful versions. You know, anything that we can do to get people engaged with Scripture, we got to do. And CSB, I think, is a wonderful tool. Visit csbible.com and see what could enrich your reading in 2021. So many study Bibles and special editions like the Holy Land Illustrated, Day-by-Day Chronological, the Disciples Bible, and many others. And when you order, receive your 30% discount on CSB purchase at Lifeway when you use the promotion code in the studio. Just type in the studio with no spaces for your 30% discount. The Christian Standard Bible, a great translation, a great selection, and now a great discount. csbible.com Welcome back into the studio with Michael Card. Mike, our special guest is Andrew Peterson. Now and then these feet just take to wandering Now and then I prop them up at home Sometimes I think about the consequences Sometimes I don't Well I realize that falling down ain't graceful But I thank the Lord that falling's full of grace 
Sometimes I take my eyes off Jesus And you know that's all it takes Well, I wish that I could say That at the close of every day I was happy with the way that I'm behaving Cause Job, he chased an answer The wise man chased the child Jacob chased her 14 years and he captured Rachel's smile And Moses chased the promised land Joseph chased a dream David, he chased God's own heart All I ever seem to chase is me Well, they say can only have one winner And you know you've got to pull out front to win But God knows the only time I'm winning Is when I'm chasing Him So I wish that I could say That at the close of every day I was happy with the way that I'm behaving Cause Samson chased a woman And he chased the Philistines I'm not quite sure what Jonah chased But I know he caught the sea And Cain he chased the harvest While Abel chased the beasts And David he chased God's own heart all I ever seem to chase is me And Jesus chased the money man And he chased his father's will He chased my sin to Calvary And he caught it on that hill Saul, he chased the Christians Till his blindness made him see and David, he chased God's own heart All I ever seem to chase is me We have a couple of guys in the studio with us now. A couple Andrew, of brothers. Yeah, Andrew Peterson, welcome back. Thank you. It's good, yeah. to, good to be here. And Andy Gullenhorn is with you. Andy, welcome back. Thank you. You guys have been here once before, and we've been looking forward to the return visit, the return <laughs> of Andrew yeah. Peterson here in the studio. And we've been on the road together, and so we've shared that part of this walk together. Yeah. And uh, good to have you guys back. Thank you. You look you look pretty refreshed. Have you been yeah. out? Well, we just ate a gigantic lunch, ah. so we may look refreshed now, but we won't Nap in time. about ten minutes. <laughs> Nap time Com- yeah. compared to you and me, they just look young. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's uh, yeah, it's been it's been. Uh, we just got off of a big Christmas tour, so we. Oh, that's right. We've had time to kind of recuperate after all that and good. be home with family. So, good. doing good. Well, what Andrew, you? sing a song for us here today. Right. Be with us the whole half hour here. So go ahead. So you think I'm something special Like I know a thing or two Like my eyes don't ever wander Like my heart don't wander too So you think I'm not a dirty rotten scoundrel Through and through Lady, I've got news for you So you think that you're the only one To cry yourself to sleep You're the only one who's scared They all forget you when you leave So you think that you're the only one Whose heart is black and blue Listen, I've got news for you For you I might as well just tell you that it's true And I've got news for you I 
So you think you don't need anyone to love you So you think you don't need anyone to love But you do So you say there is no hope Maybe God is dead and gone So you think that he can't break a heart that's harder than a stone So you feel so wrecked and dirty He could never make you new Well man have I got news for you For you I'm so compelled to tell you that it's true So true and I've got news for you I tell you I've got news for you I've got good news for you I remember the first time I ever heard that song we were on the road together, and uh, I had I had played a little segment, and then the the guy came up to introduce you, and it was one of those kind of over the top introductions, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, and you never know what song Andrew's going to play because he doesn't use you know he just kind of picks and chooses out of his list, and you played that song, and it was w- without really re- rebuffing the guy, it was sort of <laughs> it was a rebuke. I, hey, I've got news for you, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 your songs are that way. I can I can usually remember. The first time I heard them because they they make make an impact. Well, thank you. And that that was a cool night. I, yeah, that. I think that they uh, you've experienced this, I'm sure. But you walk into a room, uh, like when I go do concerts, sometimes I can sometimes sense when the guy who bring, brought me in th- thinks that you know I'm going to walk on water because mm-hmm. I can write. A, I wrote a song that he likes. Yeah. And uh, there's this really awful sense of disappointment that you get. <laughs> <laughs> that you kind of experience throughout the course of the day when they realize that you're just some kind of a dork, you know, and yeah. you're kind of figuring this all out too, you know. Yeah. And I just hate that feeling of pulling away from the concert feeling like, man, that guy thought the seas were going to part, you know. <laughs> and it, when it didn't happen, they're just, they're done with me, you know. So uh, that was kind of a response to that idea. Like I had a friend one time was uh, telling me about how, uh, how they they you know I was kind of trying to empathize with some of this person's struggles and mm-hmm. with some drug addiction and some things like that and say man I, I know it's really hard and they they were like oh well, what do you know about it you're yeah. a Christian singer yeah. which I thought was hilarious <laughs> that uh, that because I sing music about Jesus it, in that person's mind it means that I I know a thing yeah you know and I just don't so hmm. anyway that's kind of where the song came from well it's a great song it's a Thank great you. song. Well, hi, what else is going on? Are you working on anything new? Or uh, yeah, I'm, go- I'm going into the studio later this year to to make a new record. It's been a you know I've just put out a kids record mm-hmm. um, called Slugs and Bugs and Lullabies uh, that uh, <laughs> it was really fun with a buddy of mine named Randall Goodgame, and it's about half ridiculous songs and half lullabies that we'd written for our kids. Mm-hmm. So that was a fun thing. But uh, but I'm kind of looking forward to the real CD because this CD has sold really well. The the kids record yeah, and you know all, what that's like. I know they always do and uh, the ones you do a week you know it takes yeah. you a week to do it yeah <laughs> exactly like all the vocals are the first take yeah <laughs> and we were just having a great time making the record and that's it sold really well and we've been getting these requests to do a kids concert yeah and uh, I want to do it. It sounds fun. But then I have this image of myself 20 years from now wearing <laughs> a clown there. suit, <laughs> playing a ukulele, thinking... Doing volume 10 of Slug. Like, yeah. remember when people like my music uh, for <laughs> other reasons? So I'm kind of nervous about it all. So I'm excited to get and into you should studio. be nervous about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Um, and then I'm fi- I'm finishing up my first book right now. Yeah. yeah. We've, been, we've been talking about that. How's it going? It's going good. I... I uh, I just um, talked to my editor, which I still am not used to saying that. Uh-huh. Uh, my editor. <laughs> so uh, about the fact that uh, I've got to turn the manuscript in in about a month. So I'm just... Yeah. Well, that book was mostly written, wasn't it? Wasn't your first one mostly done? Yeah, well, it's part of a trilogy, yeah. uh, kind of a kid's young adult adventure fantasy book. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it took me about five years wow. here and there working on it, trying to figure out what writing a book yeah. means. 
And uh, but yeah, no, knowing that there's a deadline and that there are going to be people actually reading it mm-hmm. <laughs> is horrifying. So I've got to. I've been working really hard to this try. This is to Random make it. House. I mean, this is this. Oh my yeah, goodness. this is a major okay. major deal. Yeah. So I was so proud when he told me that. <laughs> yeah, it's Wa- Waterbrook Press, which is their Random House's okay. like Christian mm-hmm. division. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so then the the book signings will show. We need to do. Yeah. A book what's that here. like, Michael? Nah, nah, it's just as embarrassing <laughs> as an album they, album party. They think is. you walk on water when you come in there. <laughs> oh man, good grief! <laughs> and we need to do that though. We need to do like an empty hands thing down in Franklin and have a big party. That'd be fun. I'm in. There's a book bookseller down uh, at the end of Main Street that does, will do book signings. You were you were one of the m- most encouraging people mm. in this whole process. That mm. I uh, I. You know, like writing a book is a dream that I've had since I was a little kid, and I uh, and I told Michael about it on the phone the day that I got the call that I was getting a contract offered, and the next day I uh, I somebody knocked on my door and I answered it and there was somebody with a, a gift basket and I opened it up and it said it was from Michael and it said congratulations from Michael Card. Well, Isn't that's that a, nice. Well, well, that's done, a, bit, a three book deal with random and that, I mean that's huge. You have done something nice, Michael. <laughs> well, I try to yeah. try not to let that. Go. <laughs> it was really moving for <laughs> me. Could, I had a little well, could ruin his reputation. You know. <laughs> you know well, I, I, it's hard to describe. I mean, how proud I was of that. I mean, and it's not like you know. It's more like me to be jealous and, gee, why can't I do that? But, I mean, I think the Lord just gave me a little grace there because I was. I mean, I was so proud that that happened. So well, we just like to have fun with you. It's going to be great. Well, it's very, be great. very movie. encouraging. Movie. Yeah, the movie. <laughs> just don't remember. Uh, don't remember you, the little people. When will you're, you be the wizened yeah. old wizard in the movie yeah, yeah. with your beard, you yeah. know? When you're taking calls from Steven Spielberg. Hey, Andrew, it's my card. And your call was regarding? <laughs> well... <laughs> Johnny Cash would say, be nice to the little people on your way up because you're going to pass them on the way way down. down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Andrew, again, great to have you here. You're a songwriter. And uh, get another one you want to do for us here in the studio? I do. Yeah. uh, This is a song that I wrote for uh, a dear, dear woman who is dying of AIDS Mm. in Iowa Mm. and uh, who could use your prayers. She and her husband have been on a 14-year struggle uh, with Mm. AIDS um, that she got in a very unfair way to be discreet. And uh, she, she's, I think when I wrote this song uh, a year ago, um, it was about the previous year's experience of going and playing for her at her bedside. And they thought that she was, uh, had, you know, days to live then. And it's been two years and her condition has worsened, but somehow she's still alive and she's still full of joy. Uh, it's an amazing thing. Um, so, so this was my, uh, my thank you to her for the, uh, the blessing of her presence. Well, I met the Queen of Iowa She was dying on a couch in the suburbs And with all of the things she was dying of She was more alive than the others she was pretty as a flower in a crystal vase It lights up the room as it withers away She opened her eyes when she heard the music play We sang a hymn to the rhythm of the river That flows down from the mountain of the Holy Ghost Into the souls of those who know His name Like the Queen of Iowa Majesty was all ablaze She was burning hot but not consumed Our shoes removed in that holy place In the hallowed ground of her living room Well I bowed down low and I kissed her hand And we raised a toast to the promised land I saw the tears of joy run down her face sang a hymn to the rhythm of the river that flows down from the mountain of the Holy Ghost into the souls of those who know his name like the queen of Iowa she was the queen of Iowa I could see my illusions scatter 
Every time she drew a breath I could see the heart of the matter The heart is a matter of life and death Well, I'll never be the same We sang about oceans of love again As she stared at the ceiling and the sky above Two chord musicians, it was me and Ben We were singing for the Queen of Iowa We sang a hymn to the rhythm of the river That flows down from the mountain of the Holy Ghost Into the souls of those who know His name was a peace like a river in a valley of bones It fills the valley up and it carries them home To come alive again in the river of grace Like the queen of Iowa She was the queen of Iowa Long live the queen of Iowa Is that. Thank you, My goodness. Andrew Peterson and Andy <laughs> Gullihorn here in the studio <laughs> with Michael Card. Michael, wow. you've probably, your dad was a doctor, and uh, you've probably been in the presence of people who've gone home. Yeah, uh, definitely. That that hadn't happened to me until recently. Uh-huh. Even though all of my in-law parents and my own parents are gone, it was only recently that I was with a, a 90-year-old saint hmm. who wanted to go home to heaven so badly and uh, was there when the Lord called her. It was hmm. just a, Whew. Thank you, Andrew. Oh yeah. Well, I, I, that that song really captures it, and it's and there, there's there's no other experience like that than being in the presence of someone with dignity, yeah. you know, who's experiencing that kind of suffering, and and it is it's holy ground. You mm-hmm. understand why suffering is mm-hmm. something. God I feel like uses. Satan has very little power in those rooms. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like when uh, death has been kind of stripped of all of its scariness. Yeah. And yeah. When you've got when you've got a Christian who's Staring it, staring it in the eye, mm-hmm. and doing so with joy—it's uh, a very powerful thing yeah. to be in the presence of. So, yeah. Wow, thanks for that. Well, you captured it well. Thank you. Yeah. And Andy, thank you for being here today too. It's my pleasure to be here. Yeah. Hey, we got time for just one more song. And Andrew, you got uh, something in mind? I do indeed. We're going to close with a song called "Little Boy Heart Alive" that I, I wrote for my uh, little boys after reading the, the Chronicles of Narnia to them about uh, Christ giving us life abundant. So here you go. Hey, open the door and run outside Your little boy heart alive Into the morning light Into the deep and wide Dinosaur bones on the flower bed And rockets in the clouds In a fight with a spider's web And tunnels in the ground Winding to China To the mist of the distant shore You better be home by supper time Back through the planet core To feel the beat of a distant thunder To sound of an ancient song This is the kingdom calling Come now and tread the dawn So come to the Father And come to the deeper well Drink of the water And come to live a tale to tell The pages are turning now This is abundant life The joy and the journey Is enough to make a grown man cry Kings and castles in the neighborhood Swords on the forest floor Dragons in the magic wood You better saddle your battle horse Fighting Goliath 
better choose your weapons right Five little stones and a faith on fire In a little boy heart alive To feel the beat of a distant thunder To sound of an ancient song This is the kingdom calling Come now and tread the dawn Come to the Father Come to the deeper well Drink of the water And come to live a tale to tell The pages are turning now This is abundant life The joy in the journey Is enough to make a grown man cry Met a kid at the railroad track Had a stick and a nylon sack I ran to the house to pack I wanted to follow Take a ride on the mighty lion Take a hold of the golden mane This is the love of Jesus So good but it is not tame, no So come to the Father now Come to the deeper well and drink up the water and come to live a tale to tell. The pages are turning now. This is abundant life. The joy in the journey is enough to make a grown man cry. With a little boy heart alive. Well, thanks, brothers, for coming and sharing your craft and uh, giving us something that we can uh, grow in listening to. Thanks for your faithfulness. Thanks for your hearts. Thank you so much. God bless you guys. If this time has been valuable for you, please take a moment and post your review. Pass along the link for this podcast to a friend or have them search for Michael Card on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. And we hope you'll take a moment and email your reactions to this hour. You can send your comments, song requests, or questions to us when you write in the studio at michaelcard.com. And if you need more details about our guests and the resources we've talked about today, find us at michaelcard.com. We're excited about the partnership with our sponsors at the Christian Standard Bible. When you visit csbible.com, find an edition of this new translation that fits your needs. And when you order, Use the promotion code in the studio, typed with no spaces, to receive your 30% discount on CSB purchases through LifeWay. The Christian Standard Bible at csbible.com. We hope you'll join us for next week's podcast release. For all of us on the team, Ron Davis, Susan Sermon, Lance Manfield, and our producer Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepherd. Thanks for listening to this edition of In the Studio with Michael Card. <laughs>